0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, winning the weekend, brought to you by the Cougars of BYU. TJ Selyus,
1: handoff, Toulson, 25 feet away, right side to TJ, left side, down to 10. TJ, pull up three. He got it! He got it! TJ Ross scores it! Timeout! Timeout! (laughs) gets into the okay. pit he teardrops it he missed it with two it's it was it. one a blood shot it's over
0: it's over it's over and the Cougars have won it if that's not enough how about a Super Bowl win for Andy Reed let's go
2: this is BYU Sports Nation brought to you by the BYU Store simulcast on BYU TV and BYU
1: Radio Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
0: and Jerem Jordan. How's it? What a weekend for BYU. We are live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Monday, February 3rd, wherever and however you're connected, it is wonderful to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Trophy co-host Jerem Jordan.
1: Andy Reid uh, said he didn't spend the night with the trophy last night. This morning, uh, but he did with his trophy wife. <laughs> Which is hilarious! And he I probably, hope he had
0: the biggest cheeseburger and ever too.
1: A double cheeseburger with extra cheese. You know, oh my goodness! To celebrate, what a what a great uh, celebration. We'll talk about it coming up with Andy Reid and Trevor Mattis will join us uh, to discuss as well. But what a great weekend! Uh, almost everything went. Uh, superbly well for BY Athletics over the
0: weekend. A juiced Monday show lineup, including Jake Toulson. Who apparently has a bionic ankle. Yeah, what the heck? He's in Studio B today. We're going to ask him how the ankle is feeling after what looked like a severe sprain and why he's the Paul Pierce of BYU.
1: He tweeted out. We'll tell you later what that means.
0: And as Jared mentioned, ESPN's Trevor Maddich on what a Super Bowl win means for Andy Reid and his football legacy. Plenty to cover. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Oh, yeah. Then there's BYU men's basketball, who beat St. Mary's. Yeah, baby. For me, Jerem, that's a top five sentence in BYU fandom all time. BYU beats St. Mary's. All time. Wow. (laughs) We'll discuss. Yes. Thanks to that late, ginormous three by T.J. Haas, who went to the hospital after, and uh, he and his wife welcomed a baby boy into the world. Haas led the Cougars with 23 points. Yoli added 19
1: Delius, handoff, Toulson, 25 feet away, right side to TJ, left side, down to 10, TJ,
0: pull up three, he got it, he got it, no threes, TJ Haas scores it, timeout, timeout, (laughs) TJ Haas
1: gives the Cougars a two-point lead, Mark Durant, the fan, comes out so hard right there, no threes, no threes,
0: the TJ Haas mean mug is so fantastic,
1: oh, that was his Kobe, man,
0: I love it, for Kobe, yeah. Next up for the men of BYU Hoops, Thursday at Portland, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Got to keep things rolling now with the number's looking so good.
1: Much more on the win, what it means, what it meant. Andy Reid, Daniel Sorensen, and the Kansas City Chiefs, and Jason Shepard win the Super Bowl. A 31-20 <laughs> over the San Francisco 49ers. Sorensen had six tackles. Fred Warner had seven tackles. The TFL and an interception for the Niners. Uh, what a comeback win! And uh, your boy Kyle Shanahan blows the second Super Bowl, calling the plays. Oh, offensively, brutal, what? brutal. And congrats to Jason though, sincerely. He's he's uh, he's going to be insufferable all week.
0: Can't wait! <laughs> and congratulations to BYU men's volleyball. Jerem Jordan called the matches on wow. Friday and Saturday. The Cougars, well, they had their way on Friday in four sets. It was an epic five-set thriller on Saturday against then undefeated UC Santa Barbara as they came into that two-match uh, series. But now BYU is the lone team remaining undefeated of those two.
1: Match point.
0: Yeah,
2: with this lead. Oh, boy.
1: it's over. BYU stays undefeated with the comeback win in the
2: fifth. Well, what a match. It.
0: Yes. What a match indeed. Gabby Garcia-Fernandez moves up in several career records at BYU. Second all-time in aces.
1: He went from fourth to second on the weekend.
0: Whoa. Tenth in kills. BYU will take on UCLA this Thursday in Provo. Nine Eastern, six Pacific on
1: BYU TV. It's UCLA and Pep Week. It's a uh, big week. And Eric Mika signs a 10-day contract with the Sacramento Kings and then plays in his first game Saturday. Against the Lakers, he scored six points. He had seven rebounds in 19 minutes. Kings play the Timberwolves tonight. Congratulations to Eric Mika, the latest Coug to get into the NBA. He's there, in.
0: Yeah, there was a Kings insider that said, that 19-minute stretch played by Eric Mika was better than any 19-minute stretch <laughs> Marvin Bagley's played all year. Yikes. And that's not an exaggeration. Yikes. Holy no, he cow. He
1: came back from trying to do this, so that's awesome.
0: His first bucket came in a jumper over Anthony Davis, of all people, and against the Lakers.
1: I call him Tony, but yeah.
0: Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Good for Eric. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. Presented by TRIO. Senior Living.
3: You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Holy cow! I mean, the weekend is a lot to soak in for BYU athletics. Let's just go chronologically, shall we? Okay, yeah, we shall. Okay, okay. Friday night, you call undefeated BYU and then undefeated UC Santa Barbara. Top yep. three matchup. Yep. BYU and Gabby Garcia Fernandez play out of their minds. Four set they win. They win in four sets. Gabby's
1: amazing. Okay. Victory.
0: Then to Saturday, just prior to BYU and St. Mary's men's basketball, you call the second match. It goes five long sets. Yes. Davide Gardini has one of the more incredible highlights I've ever seen in volleyball. Yeah. Yeah, a behind the head kill. It
1: was. Like, what? It, it was gnarly. Yeah.
0: Incredible. BYU holds on. And then comes St. Mary's and BYU basketball back and forth. Two what of the best great shooting game. teams in the country. It was an offensive display. Both shot over 50%. And T.J. Haas hits his second huge game-winning shot of his senior season, then leaves directly from the Marriott Center to go to the hospital for he and his wife Lauren to have a baby.
1: Unbelievable story. (laughs) Like, what a story for
0: T.J. Haas. The ginger (laughs) mamba. It's amazing. Then Super Bowl Sunday gives us Fred Warner and the San Francisco 49ers keep the block hot against Andy Reid, the good guy in the NFL, and dirty Dan Daniel Sorensen, the Kansas City Chiefs, they win the Super Bowl 31-20. Apparently, the Chiefs just need to trail by 10, and then they'll start yeah, that's playing the thing. with urgency. If they trail by at least 10, they'll win the game. The Chiefs win their first yeah. Super Bowl in 50 years. Andy Reid gets his Super Bowl moment and his win. There's so many good things that happened for BYU Athletics over the weekend. Jaron, what was your favorite Cougar-centric sports moment Of this winning weekend.
1: Oh gosh. There were so many. But it starts with TJ Haas. I mean the fact that. Not only. BYU wins. But they win dramatically. Great crowd. Great effort. Everyone was invested in that. I just really loved. The emotional and physical investment. From Cougar Nation. Into the St. Mary's game. That felt like a huge game. And it was. And BYU won on a dramatic shot again. By TJ Haas. Then he goes to the hospital. And has Tyson Ralph Haas. Tyson is TJ's first name. Ralph is his paternal grandfather, um, who we've gotten to know uh, over the years. And, uh, yeah, what a weekend. So there was a chance that maybe he didn't play in that game, right? Like if uh, his wife Lauren goes to the hospital, luckily the timing worked out. Because obviously it was not their intent to have a baby during the season and, you know, St. Mary's uh, game. But it all worked out luckily. And we'll see how that affects TJ. You know, going in at Portland, if he even goes to the game, whatnot. Um, we'll, we'll see. But a huge shot, uh, and Cougar Nation celebrates. I, I actually normally I'd go to the the game. So after the match, I felt horrible all
0: weekend. Yeah, and props I to was, you for playing sick, man.
1: It's everyone played, you know, well. Um, but I, I went home because I just felt bad, and I just watched on TV. Man, I missed the best in game experience I could have, but I just felt awful anyway. TJ hits a great shot. But then there's Andy Reid. Andy Reid winning a Super Bowl was such an awesome experience for everyone connected with Andy Reid in any way. Like, even Magic Johnson tweeted about Andy Reid this
0: morning. LeBron James sends yes. out a tweet about how happy he is for the big guy Andy Reid. Like,
1: everyone loves Andy Reid. And uh, we got to meet him, you know, a couple years ago when he came in. And I know you've gone to some Chiefs games since, including this year in Denver. Just what a good dude! What a good rep of BYU and on ESPN he's talking about how about them Cougs, Dirty Dan, you that's know, so talking with cool. Steve Young. It's just, it's just really cool. And just PSA: He's not going to come to BYU and be the head coach. Okay? Can we just <laughs> stop with that? I know it's a joke. For some of you, it's real. It's not real. It might have been real in 2000, but it's not 2000.
0: Yeah. Now Andy Reid is a Super Bowl winning. Yeah, coach. Now,
1: yeah, now he's going to take a, a pay cut of that's like, making like seven million six a year, times
0: fewer. Holy cow! As much joy as I saw in Andy Reid's face and the Kansas City Chiefs, and and there was a lot of it. I mean, it was a feel-good moment for sure. Saturday night in the Marriott Center reminded me of how great the BYU basketball universe can be. When there's a packed Marriott Center, BYU's in the tournament conversation. They win a game. It was, and Mitch Harper, our friend uh, that works at KSL and has covered BYU for a long time, he said it, it. It was an inkling of the Jimmer era just for a moment just yeah. that, that feel of a huge game hitting a big shot late and then the celebration after BYU did themselves a lot of favors and there were so many different things that I witnessed within that game on Saturday night it's hard for me to pick one aside from the shot that TJ Shaw, uh, TJ Haas puts up how about the guts to do that Jerome?
1: it's a one-point game you just need a two-pointer by the way Yoli Child is going to get that rebound if it comes off, he's you got going, a great jump on the he, ball. Yeah. He's, he's in position. Yeah.
0: I've got a new St. Mary's face it has nothing to do with me. It's TJ Haas. Yeah. And his mean mug. Yeah. Okay. That's the new St. Mary's face. And the Della Vadova gnome lives on Jerem because
1: so it's good luck then
0: ever since we got this BYU has beaten St. Mary's in Provo twice.
1: Okay. We'll You're keep saying, it then. I so guess. we, we we'll kind of hide it, we'll but yeah, it.
0: Alex Jensen said after the game, if you harm a head on um, that gnomes. Uh, A hair? Hair, yeah, hair on that that gnome's head. Is it a Russian doll? Then there there are going to be serious consequences. Um, But just so many great things. I talked to Tyler Haas after the game, and he's like, I felt like I just played a game.
1: (laughs) He's like tired, (laughs) sweaty. Yeah, what? And and like Tyler hit a big shot before the Delva dagger. Uh, Who tweeted it? Was it Post Jimmer? Said, no, this is the daddy dagger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just to exercise the demons of that. Moment
0: absolutely no, it had to, and it had to be a Haas. You're right, exercising the be, demons is the TJ. right phrase. It wasn't,
1: a, we'll talk to Jay Toulson coming up. It wasn't going to be Jake because of his ankle, it was always going to be TJ, especially after the Houston shot, right? And we'll discuss another day which one was better.
0: Now, Two I was, I was sitting somewhat close to Randy Bennett during the game, so I was watching. I always get a kick out of Randy Bennett because yeah. he, one, he's a great coach and he consistently brings a great team to promo. He had no answer for T.J. Haas, and he knew it. Um, there were a couple of times. Once BYU didn't
1: t- form a league fits, but they fouled him out. Yes. That was, yes. And, and the TJ, brilliance of T.J. TJ Haas. Haas. That fake
0: finally I got know. somebody. I know. Okay, so Randy Bennett gives T.J. Haas a few options during the game. And uh, there's a specific moment late in the game where T.J. goes off of a high screen and Yoli rolls to the hoop. BYU, I think, was down four. And T.J. throws Yoli Childs a lob, and he's fouled on it. Yes. So Randy Bennett had switched up the defense to give T.J. only that look, hoping that T.J. would kind of get rushed into a shot or be hurried and not look to lob to Yoli. But, of course, he makes the right decision, and Randy Bennett turns around and goes, He's too smart! He looks oh at his assistant and just says, He's too smart! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, That's great, 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 great stuff. Um, under- and T.J.
1: nailed a couple mid-range late. Yes. Right? Yes. Which BYU would kind of gone away from, yeah. but against St. Mary's, you got to take the buckets where they are. Oh,
0: uh, Underrated plays and players in the game. Connor Harding was outstanding. Oh,
1: defensively, he forces a steal late that gets BYU the ball, right, um, to set up the game winner. So that was incredible. Just Zach Selyus on the, on the last play. Uh, Jordan Ford misses a runner. I mean, lucky that he misses a runner. Otherwise, we're going to OT probably. But Zach Selyus... Gets the blocks. I mean, everyone, Mark Popes talked about this, the great culture, the great locker room. It took everyone doing little things. It took Jake Toulson saying, you know what, i got to go back into this game. And I'm going to go 3 of 11 and have 8 points, but I'm going to have 8 assists. And Zach Selyus having 7 rebounds. And Connor Harding playing excellent defense. Connor Harding has become the Charles Abuo of this group, if you will, from Jimmer's senior year, um, 2011. All the role players matter. Later, we're going to see Alex Barcelo and Connor Harding and others become, like, more than what we see now. But on this team, with this group, with these seniors, with this big three, they have a certain role to play, and they are playing it. And look at BYU succeed. Look at BYU and Goodman's top 25. Uh, look at BYU and Andy Katz's top 36. Like, that's because Connor Harding says, you know what? I don't need to get mine. I'm just going to be – I'm going to hit a three when I'm open. I'm going to play defense. And Zach Sellius. I'm not the 50% three-point shooter guy. I'm the get a stop. I'm subbed in to be a stopper. Like, yeah. like everyone has a role, and in every successful group, when everyone knows their roles, uh, their roles and are happy and play that role, then you see success, and we're seeing that with BYU Hoops. Yeah,
0: Connor was playing so well that there was a moment where he came out of the game, and he literally looked his coaches and says, why me? Why me? He didn't want to come out, and I don't blame him. He was so good. Yeah, so many just big moments in that game. Jake Toulson blocks a shot after a BYU turnover. Cougars are in danger of going down eight.
1: Yes, and at that juncture, that's a big play. Yes. To not go down eight and then to get the layup to Yoli Childs. Yeah, absolutely. It's a four-point game,
0: so that eight-to-four swing brings the fans and the crowd back into a huge momentum-shifting play. Uh, And you talked about some of the metrics, Jerem, which brings us to our stat of the day.
3: It's the BYU Sports
2: Nation stat of the day.
1: BYU's top 30 in four of the six metrics used by the NCAA Selection Committee. The high is Ken Palm at 19. BYU was actually 18. They dropped to 19 after the game. Oh, no. Uh, Sagarin, 30. BPI, 26. KPI, 45. BYU's always low on that one. Uh... Net twenty six. Oh, BYU is squarely in the NCAA tournament. Um, BYU probably can't afford, you know, multiple quad three losses. But at this point, BYU could afford a quad three loss, still be on the bubble.
0: Which top twenty five matters the most to you, BYU sports nation? <laughs> because BYU basketball sele- yeah, is floating selectable? around all of them right now. Life's and good
1: right now. Absolutely, life is good as a BYU basketball fan, man. Ah, oh, Mark Pope's done it. Like Mark Pope did it. He got this team to believe, and they won some really big games. They're coming off a huge win. they got to keep it going. A couple weeks left in the regular season. Let's go.
0: Time to hear from all of you, BYU Sports Nation, and move to Voice of the Nation.
3: This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation.
1: Matt Barclay on Facebook, beating St. Mary's, and not just beating a good team, but playing competitive against them twice in the same season. Hopefully a steady foot forward. Must win the remaining games now. Yes, The Gonzaga game, too, doable. You don't have to win the Gonzaga game. But if BYU does win that, now their seed shoots up a line or two, right? Um, That could be a big-time thing. So continue to weigh in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
0: Send us your favorite BYU-centric sports moments over the weekend.
1: Yeah, love it. Love it. Uh, Yeah, what's your favorite Cougar-centric sports moment of the weekend? Absolutely. Coming up, ESPN's Trevor Matic, What a win for Andy Reid
0: And Jake Toulson will join us in Studio B. Guy turns his ankle, comes back into the game, plays the hero card. BYU wins, and now he's hanging out with us on Monday morning. It's terrible weather outside. Doesn't matter. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: Yet BYU has classes. Why? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store,
3: the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Join us tomorrow for BYU Basketball with Mark Pope as host Greg Bell recaps St. Mary's win and a brand new deep blue on the journey of Jake Toulson back to BYU. It's tomorrow, 8 Eastern on the BYU TV app.
0: We're live in Studio B on a winning Monday with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. And speaking of Jake Toulson, one of the many heroes of the night for BYU Basketball against St. Mary's on Saturday, he has worked his way into Studio B. Jake, welcome to the show. I appreciate
3: Jake. it, man. Thank you. It's good to be back here.
0: It's good
1: to have you in here, especially given the fact that
0: you
3: seriously rolled your ankle, yet finished that game. So how are you doing right now? I'm doing good, you know. Uh, ankle's a little sore, but it's always good when you get the win. It makes it hurt a little bit less.
0: When you came back into the field, or I should say the the pace of play, like the the stadium just lit up, you know, and, and that was a big momentum boost. Why were you so adamant to get back so quickly in the game?
3: Yeah, I just, I I mean, as as painful as it was and, and as hard as it was for me, um, I knew that it would be probably even harder to, to sit out and and not be able to do anything for my team. So I wanted to just, you know, keep the tape on, tape it up even tighter, and then and go back out there and, and try to play on the adrenaline and, and not sit around and let it get all swollen and, and stuff. But I, I thought it would be... Uh, a huge, if anything, a huge uh, momentum boost for us, and I thought it was
1: eight assists in the game was impressive for you. Eight points. When did you realize, okay, this is a game where I'm going to set my teammates up a little bit more?
3: Yeah, I think um, early on, you know, I had a few, and we were getting good looks, and then the injury happened. And I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not as uh, as uh, as able to move as I, I normally am, and so I think. I kind of just adjusted, and then we had guys with the hot hands, so we kind of just rode that wave. Aside
0: from the T.J. Haas shot to win the game, which was incredible, the play of the game to me was in the second half, BYU turns it over, Jordan Ford comes down the floor, shoots a layup, and you block it on your bad ankle. That results in a transition layup for Yoli Childs. So instead of being down by 8, all of a sudden you're down by 4 and the crowd's back in it. What happened on that play, and how were you able to do that?
3: You know what? I think it was just kind of a bang, bang play. Uh, We turned it over. And so they had numbers coming at us. And I think it was a three on one. I got back and Fitz was pushing it. Uh, I was thinking about taking a charge on him, but he gave it up early to Ford. And so um, I just, you know, I just jumped up there and got a hand on it. And then we got out in transition, got a bucket. And I feel like. That was, you know, looking back. I mean, maybe in the moment I didn't feel like that was such a huge play, but looking back, I think we we really needed that because that that four point swing uh, was was huge.
0: Who does that on a bad ankle, Jake? That that was like pure adrenaline. Quite a feat. Yeah,
3: I I think so. Yeah. Um, The doctor when I was underneath um, the in, in the training room, he was. You know, I was like, like tape it up. Like I'm going. Like let's let's do this. He's like, you're gonna pay for this tomorrow. And so, um, did you? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but it was worth it, man. I, I I'm I'm just glad I was out there and and able to even help the team. And um, that block, you know, I don't block very many shots, so you know that I felt like that was pretty cool.
1: Well, Zach Zellius had a similar situation too, where he blocks a shot to finish it, um, and that was awesome. It, it just felt like everyone was all in on this game. <clears throat> You guys, the staff, the crowd, describe what that felt like emotionally.
3: Yeah, it was it was an amazing atmosphere. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen the Marriott Center like that, maybe once or twice my freshman year. But it, it felt so good just to have that energy in the building. And we, we knew how big this game was uh, for everyone. And uh, to, to win it in the fashion that we did, you know, it felt like we uh, – it felt like we were just kind of two or three point buckets away in the second half and they kept pulling away and we couldn't close that gap but then we got three stops in a row at the end and then TJ he finished the deal and i think we've had some close games this year i think greg rebel said it he said you know we deserved that we deserved that one for the you know some of the heartbreakers we've been through this year and um, some of the close games. So I'm, I'm really happy with, with the win and, and so happy for everyone. Not just our team, but the fans, the coaches, everyone involved. It was it was a huge one for us.
0: BYU basketball senior guard forward, uh, Bionic man, Jake Toulson, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Take us to the timeout before the shot from TJ Haas. What was said by your coaches, and and what was the play that was specifically drawn up?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, our coaches – They're like, let's go. It's winning time. You know, we we were able to get stops, and it was a one-point game. And we had run this play a few times previously, and they were having a hard time guarding it. So um, coach drew it up. It's called Pitch Wildcat. And I went – or Zach dribbled it to me, and I I handed it off back to Tej, And then Yo comes up and sets a screen for Tej, a high ball screen. While Yo rolls, I snap. So the defense has to choose who they're gonna guard, and I don't know why the dude went under, but TJ made him pay, and the rest is history.
1: And that's an aggressive shot in a one-point game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's quite the shot.
3: Yeah, I thought maybe he would try to like hit Yo on the roll and let Yo, you know, shoot his little shot or get fouled or something, but. When the dude goes under, you gotta you gotta make him pay, and he did in a big way. And an
1: unbelievable story, given the fact that he goes to the hospital and then has uh, his son uh, Tyson Ralph Hawes, Tyson his first name, Ralph his grandpa's mm-hmm. name. Uh, uh, pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome story.
3: Yeah, like you you can't even write it better than that. Tej, man, I'm so happy for him and Lauren and and baby Tyce. Hopefully, um, someday this week we can go out there and, and visit him and see how he's doing, but. Yeah, so so amazing, so happy for them, and the whole game, like even even the, the whole week leading up to this game, we got to do it for Tez, we got to do it for Tice, do it for Lauren, because it would be a miserable day in the hospital, you know, after taking a, a hard loss. But we we knew we had to get it done for TJ, and he said, "Thanks, boys, but I got this."
1: <laughs> in the locker room, you guys, uh, you guys broke a huddle. You tweeted about it, Spencer. You guys broke the huddle uh, before you hit up the rock with TJ, yeah. and then in the locker room it was all about TJ. Yeah. It really was a celebration.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think you know this is a huge time in his life. He he just he uh, hit a, a huge shot, and then gets to go and experience something like that, it's, I think he'll remember that forever.
0: Well, and you would know because you have a young son of your own in Mm -hmm. Gus and what a cute kid. So what, what have you been telling TJ as he transitions into fatherhood?
3: Yeah. He's been asking me all the questions about, you know, fatherhood and, and balancing, you know, ball and, and, and him and sleep and, you know, all, all just the things that new, um, new parents go through. And, I you know I I've, I've filled him in and and he he's been so excited and and um, I'm just so happy for him and and baby Tice and Lauren and uh, hopefully he 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 gets the dad bump like some of these NBA players and some of these other basketball players get when they have a baby they just start playing out of their mind, so I think that might happen for Tez too.
1: He's already playing at a high level. So yeah. Man. So that would be yeah that. he can
3: yeah. Was he there can, a
1: chance he'd miss
3: the game? That's a great question. I'm not sure. I knew there – I mean, there was, but – Were you guys kind of wondering yourselves
1: uh, Saturday at all?
3: Mm, we were in, we were talking to him the whole time, and, and we knew that, you know, how Lauren was doing and how far along she was. Um, so I think there was a little bit of that, but I never felt like he wouldn't be there. She she got induced yesterday so that Tiege could be there because mm. we're heading out on the road this week. So I think they kind of controlled it a little bit. Yeah. But
1: Lauren held off as much yeah, as she could. Yeah. So Lauren's a real MVP. She really it's Your is. ankle, it's TJ, yeah. but it's really Lauren, right? Yeah. Well, and that's, I that's when amazing. I when I
3: hurt my ankle, I, I uh, after the game, I went up to Lauren. I said, "I hurt my ankle, so that I could come to the hospital with you guys and be in the the room next to you guys."
1: <laughs> it looked like I rolled it. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, you you tweeted out uh, social
0: media moment of the night. Tell us about the tweet
1: you sent out in case some people missed it.
3: Oh, so yeah, I mean. A lot of people were saying that I was, you know, like Paul Pierce in, in the finals.
1: <laughs> the drama. Exactly,
3: back. yeah. And, and so I checked my phone after the game, and my cousin Nate had sent me a, a text with my face horribly Photoshopped on the Paul Pierce's <laughs> body in the wheelchair. And I was like, I think the people would appreciate this. So I tweeted it out. And, you know, you learn from the greats. Paul Pierce, he's one of my favorite players. And he, he went down, you know, did what he had to do, came back and won the game for the Celtics. And I feel like, you know, that's, that's what I was striving to do.
1: Now, Paul, what was it, last year came out and said, oh, I just really had to use the bathroom. And I still don't know if he's kidding or not. I, yeah. I can't tell. Yeah. But you joked, yeah, I had, just had to use the restroom.
3: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, you'll never know exactly what happened, you know, when I went underneath. But whatever <laughs> happened, it was good. Came back ready to go, yeah. It
0: oh, it's hilarious. Jake Toulson with us on BYU Sports Nation. How do you take a win like that and – build on it because it was such an emotional high. So it's hard not for there to be a little bit of an emotional letdown.
1: Right. And and now it's okay, baby with T J and it's your ankle right?
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of things going on right now, but this team's uh done a, a fantastic job of being able to move on, whether it's from huge wins or from really hard losses, just to be able to move on, be locked in for the next game and, and it's a new week, new opportunity for us. And so I think uh, we'll be up for the challenge
1: few weeks left in the regular season. What's left for this team to do to make sure you're squarely in the NCAA tournament with the best seed possible?
3: Yeah, I think it's just all about getting better every single day. And we've, we've said it all season long, and if, if we can get better every day and um, you know live in the moment, then we'll take it game by game and uh, give ourselves the best chance to, to get everything that we need this season.
0: Jake, let's give you some BYU Sports Nation karma for that ankle for the remainder of the season for the February frenzy, and we appreciate you again coming in, man.
3: Thanks, guys. It's a blast being here.
1: Thanks, Jake. Okay, coming up, ESPN's Trevor Maddich on what it means for Andy Reid to win the Super Bowl.
0: And uh, one of Jake's old buddies is in the NBA. Yes, BYU represented in the association. Details coming up. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: Join us Wednesday for a BYU Sports Nation special football signing day, baby, as the Cougars complete the 2020 class.
0: BYU going to get running back to help bolster that depth, Jerem? Hmm. (laughs)
1: They have to sign, and then we can talk about it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Committed. Protocols. Blue Uh, dots. Alongside Jerem Jordan, I'm Spencer Linton. We're about to whip it. It's time for the Cougar whip Around
1: Men's basketball. Those Cougadores beat St. Mary's Saturday night in Provo 81-79 thanks to a late three-pointer from T.J. Haas, who then went to the hospital with his wife, Lauren, and she delivered his son, Tyson Ralph Haas. What a great story. Going up to 26 in the net ranking, and BYU received 14 votes in this week's AP Top 25, so BYU's ranked
0: 30, 33rd, Jared No, they're 8 out. Hey, did you see this? BYU men's basketball ranked number 25 by stadium sports basketball analyst and a guy who's been on the show multiple times, Jeff Goodman. Top okay. 25 in the Goodman poll.
1: Okay. Cougars in the NFL. Andy Reid, Daniel Sorensen, and the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. 31-20 over the San Francisco 49ers. Congratulations to those guys. Sorensen had six tackles. Fred Warner had seven tackles at TFL and an interception for the Niners.
0: Volleyball. The BYU men in four sets on Friday. Survive a five-set thriller on Saturday against previously unbeaten UC Santa Barbara. Now BYU oh, doggy is doggy. the undefeated of those two. Gabi Garcia-Fernandez. Moved up in a lot of career records at BYU. Second all-time in aces now. Fittingly, he finished set five on Saturday with an ace. He's 10th in kills. BYU and UCLA, always fun this Thursday. Provo, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, live on BYU TV.
1: Cougars in
0: pro hoops.
1: Eric Mika signs a 10-day contract with Sacramento Kings and played in his first game Saturday against the Lakers. Scored six points. That's seven rebounds in 19 minutes. Not bad. Cougars play, not Cougars. Kings play the Timberwolves tonight.
0: Brandon Davies scored 14 points, grabbed six rebounds, and an 87-83 win for FC Barcelona over Tenerife. Or is it Tenerife? Yesterday? I, I don't know. And neither do I. Yeah, I'm no Jimmer.
1: Bradette scored nine points in a Panathinaikos 94-87 loss to Valencia. His next game is Wednesday. Women's basketball.
0: BYU falls at number 12, Gonzaga, 59-44. This was a 34-32 game late in the third quarter, but then the Zags pull away. Brennan Chase Stronger had a season high 24 points. The Cougars, another big game at San Diego on Saturday. Six Eastern, two Pacific. No, make that four uh, five Eastern, two Pacific. There you go.
1: Gymnastics. Number 15, Brigham, put up its second highest score of the season at Boise State Friday, a 196 100. Cougars host Sacramento State Friday on BYU TV. Tennis.
0: BYU takes down East Tennessee State 4-3, yeah. and Weber State 4-0 on Saturday at home. The Cougars at New Mexico this Saturday, 1 Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific.
1: Swimming and diving. What's the mascot of East Tennessee State? Is it
0: the Buccaneers? The
1: Buccaneers! Yeah. Wow, I'm really impressed. Yeah. The BYU and Utah men and women's teams lost to Utah 168-138. Sorry, yeah, BYU lost both, 152-148. Uh, Cougars had 15 first-place wins in the meet. Next up, Cougars go to Colorado Springs, take on Air Force Thursday.
0: Our question of the day, tell us your favorite or what was your favorite Cougar-centric sports moment over the weekend and why. Jared Havens on Facebook says, The basketball game and TJ's three-pointer was as much fun as I've had at a BYU sporting event in years. I'm already looking forward to getting revenge on San Francisco this Saturday night.
1: Yeah, it's at Portland Thursday. It's San Francisco at home Saturday. Uh, certainly, I think the crowd has a sense of what this means, and of course, all the homies in the 503 are going to show up on Thursday at the Portland game. BYU is going to pack that place. The the Yoli Childs Center.
0: So here here's an angle that we haven't discussed: BYU beating St. Mary's obviously great for the metrics, for the resume, the at large. The Cougars are now still in position to finish in second place in the West Coast Conference. Yes, that
1: matters for a double-bye. Now, the tiebreakers may come into play here because uh, it may come down to whether St. Mary's or BYU beat Gonzaga. I doubt that either will do it. But if one of them does and they finish tied, that will be the tiebreaker. Because I imagine that St. Mary's and BYU are going to – Probably finish with a similar record.
0: Well, St. Mary's has to play Gonzaga twice. twice. Right? BYU only has one remaining against the Zags. But both
1: have a non-big three loss. Well,
0: St. Mary's right? has two, right? Santa Clara and Pacific. and Pacific.
1: That's right. So BYU has a leg up in that regard. So Great. good point.
0: Yeah. Now, if and here's the thing with that double. Do we buy, think
1: BYU's going to lose another one? Another non-St. Zaga.
0: Hopefully, they had their wake up call against uh, San Francisco.
1: Yes, I think BYU's going to have at least one more scare. Hopefully they the, don't lose. There will
0: be a scare.
1: <laughs> yeah, they like it's going to happen. It's going to be on the road and somewhere. It's going. It's not going to come at home.
0: Yeah, the thing about that double buy is you don't have to play on Saturday, so you avoid. A potential bad loss, a quad three loss. Like right. you don't even put yourself in position right. to suffer a bad loss. You
1: just play a quad two and a quad one.
0: You play St. Mary's. If BOA's the second seed, they probably play St. Mary's on Monday.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like it's going to be St. Mary's. It, yeah.
0: So that to me is is a huge, huge storyline coming out of Saturday's game.
1: Yeah, the big time. BOA had to win that game for that. Um, this the league's gonna get three in, we think, at this point, right? Barring some collapse. Last year San Francisco was in this position and bailed last minute. But San Francisco is not built like BYU, uh, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga, certainly. There's no comp there.
0: Nick Lee 51 on Twitter. I teared up watching Andy Reid hoist a Lombardi trophy as a BYU fan, and I grew up with an Eagles fan dad as well, just a lovable guy who finally got his big break, now a surefire Hall of Fame coach.
1: Yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, uh, or even last week, does he need this to validate his career? And it was like, yes and no, but now there's no verbal asterisk. It's just done. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Coming up, did either of us nail an and-one pick like T.J. Haas did?
0: And ESPN's Trevor Maddich knows Andy Reid very well. Played on the same collegiate team with him. What does the Super Bowl win do for Mr. Reid's legacy? This is BYU Sports Nation. Brother, Reid.
1: Brother,
3: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: If you didn't know, BYU Sports Nation is on demand. You've demanded it, and it is. On iTunes, tune in and Google Play and enjoy on demand and subscribe rate. And please leave a review.
0: We're having a fantastic day and a fantastic show for that matter. It's a winning Monday. BYU basketball beats St. Mary's. BYU volleyball ranked number two. They're still undefeated. And number one to me. And Andy Reid gets that Super Bowl win, as does Dirty Dan Daniel Sorensen. Joining us now to recap the Super Bowl. And relishing it a little bit more on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is one of our closest football friends, ESPN's Trevor Maddich. Trevor, what a day, what a weekend for BYU. And how about Andy Reid getting that big game win?
2: You know what? They're, they're, I can't think of a coach in the NFL that's more beloved by his players than Andy Reid. It's because of the man that he is. They see the man that he is. They see that he makes them better. He Will not accept anything but their best effort. But all through it, he loves them and wants the best for them. And grizzled, jaded NFL veterans that have kids in school look to Andy Reid and respect him like almost no other coach in the league. And I was so happy that Andy finally got his Super Bowl ring.
1: It's been pretty awesome to see the response. I mean, and it's not just former players and colleagues. It's like Magic Johnson, right, tweeting about Andy Reid. And this has been a long time coming. He's been a tremendous coach. Uh, It's been fun to obviously know him as a a former BYU player. Then he's a GA for Jeff Grimes at UTEP, uh, all the way up to obviously the Eagles and Chiefs. And now all the BYU fans want him to come to BYU at some point. You know That ain't happening. But, Trevor, this was a, a culminating moment for Andy Reid, certainly.
2: Yeah, it certainly was. And the way he let out the emotion afterwards, I thought was telling. I mean, it's the thing that warmed my heart more than anything else in this entire football season because Andy Reid, I think, has modeled his coaching style in some ways after Lavelle Edwards. And Lavelle was always the same on the sideline, whether they were winning, losing, whether there was some triumph or some football tragedy that happened. You couldn't tell the difference by looking at Lavelle. And Andy on the sideline, has been the same way his entire career. And all of a sudden, when that final gun sounded in the Super Bowl, he let it out. He was yelling like a, like a grizzly bear <laughs> on the biggest high of his life. And it wasn't just one big whoop, and then he got it back under control. He kept going. He was yelling. He was congratulating. He was showing the emotion that you know that he felt all those years. Finally, the dam broke, and as I watched that, You know, what it represented to me, that warmed my heart so much. He deserved that moment.
0: ESPN's Trevor Maddich with us on BYU Sports Nation, a special Super Bowl interview. Take us back in your life to your first recollection of Andy Reid and what kind of impression he made on you uh, in that moment.
2: Well, my freshman year, I was a 17-year-old, 217-pound freshman playing offensive line. And there was Andy Reid. Who was this big, massive bear? I mean, he looked just impossibly huge, impossibly awesome. There was no way that I could ever be on an offensive line with a guy like that. But he was always calm. You know, Andy. Andy had that sense of of deep water, but you could look into his eyes and see the competitive fire burning bright. And it was really looking back on it, you know, it made a lot of sense because of the way that he coaches now it's kind of the way that he struck me originally as that young kid all wide-eyed not knowing what to expect and all of a sudden Andy Reid walks in the door and I'm like oh no
1: (laughs) I love that uh the JC transfer Andy Reid to BYU by the way um he mentioned on ESPN after with Chris Berman and Steve Young kind of celebrating he said how about the Cougs you know, he's talking about uh, Steve Young obviously being right there and playing for Lavelle, but Dirty Dan playing for us. He's always represented BYU, which has been pretty cool.
2: Yeah, he always has. And last time I saw him, he was at Lavelle Edwards Services. And his team, the Kansas City Chiefs, were in the playoff run at the time, I believe, but he took the time to fly back and pay his respects to Lavelle and to be there. And I'll tell you, he was by far the biggest star in the room um, that I saw. I mean, he Andy Reid is – He was relevant in the moment. He was coaching a playoff team right now in the NFL, making, you know, what, $7 million a year or something like that. And if you wouldn't have known that, you would have thought he was just another guy. He acted like one of the players. He treated everyone like we were all in the same boat. We were all in the same place because in most ways we were. We were guys that played for Lavelle, that loved Lavelle, and were there to honor Lavelle. And celebrate our time with Lavelle and Andy Reid made it all about Lavelle. And if you didn't know Andy Reid was Andy Reid, you would have thought he was just another, you know, just another guy that rolled through. Uh, and so uh, to me, that humility, that sense of humbleness and that sense of perspective. Is one of the things that it doesn't surprise me that he continues to represent BYU.
0: Trevor Maddich of ESPN, Football Insider, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Dirty Dan Daniel Sorensen has six tackles. Fred Warner has an interception for the 49ers in that losing effort. What'd you think of the play of both of the BYU guys yesterday in the Super Bowl?
2: You know, Fred Warner played very well. You know, that interception, that was a, a nice pick. The throw was a little bit errant, but he was in position. The receiver was was running a curl, a deep curl behind him. And he was in a zone and understood what Mahomes wanted to do. And so he watched Mahomes' eyes. He adjusted himself as he dropped back to get underneath that curl. And when the pass wasn't perfect, he was in perfect position to take advantage. It was a really smart move by Fred Warner. And that's one of the reasons they love him in San Francisco is that he's not just a a great athlete. He's a guy who gets it. He understands how to win football games. And not just what to do to win a football game, but why to do those things. So I thought he was great. Dan Sorensen, man, he they went after him. I mean, he had to cover George Kittle a lot. And they went after him. And the thing is, he held his own. He held up. That was one of the matchups that they thought they could win, and they couldn't. And I thought Dan Sorensen not just held his own. There were times when he made plays, two important plays in that game. And so I thought I thought Sorensen – was one of the unsung heroes of this Chiefs' Super Bowl victory because plays that did not happen by the 49ers' offense, whether it was a catch at all or whether it was a a long run after a catch, did not happen because Sorensen was there to snuff
1: it out. And George Kittle was called for an offensive pass interference right before the half on a big play where Daniel Sorensen was guarding him, right? So uh, that negated that big gain at that point. Uh, When you look at these two teams and perhaps across the league, uh, do you have an early favorite for next year uh, to win the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, there's going to be a lot of competition for that. Uh, You got to look at the Dallas Cowboys with the new head coach, maybe being able to finally put all that talent to the best possible use. You've got to look at the 49ers coming back as a young team with a chip on their shoulder. Kansas City, uh, their best players are all young guys coming back. Houston is on the rise. And the Patriots, watch out for the Patriots because they still will have one of the best defenses in the league. This will be one of the deepest wide receiver drafts in recent memory. Whether it's through the draft or free agency, they'll be able to add some guys that will help Tom Brady. And don't count out the old grizzle guy, amid all the, the hoopla and accolades for the young guy, Patrick Mahomes.
0: Trevor, it's great to catch up with you, and we should congratulate you on uh, your Hall of Fame inclusion in the Sacramento Hall of Fame. Very cool, my friend.
2: I appreciate it, guys. It's a humbling experience. I, I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Great to catch up with you, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Trevor Maddich on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, you know why, we show
1: how. Trevor played in the Super Bowl his rookie year. Unfortunately, he was injured, but didn't able to, wasn't able to get back. You have to cherish those moments, right? Hopefully, Fred Warner goes back, Daniel Sorensen, even Andy Reid. But you never know, right? The the Trevor case, the Dan Marino case. Yeah. Oh, he went in year two or whatever. It's a special thing to go when you go. And you think about it. Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. And, they just have one Super Bowl win, right? Just one, So it's a special thing to go and win. So congrats to Andy Reid and Daniel Sorensen.
0: Certainly. Yeah, don't take it for granted.
1: Okay. Hey, we're not done yet. Yeah, coming up, which one of us got an and one pick correct?
0: Plus, our rise and shout-outs after a memorable winning weekend. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you like to get your podcasts.
1: And it's on demand the BYU
0: TV and BYU Radio apps. Let's go and one. Picks, predictions,
3: and one on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Two points for the first one if you get it right and you have an opportunity at an extra point. After that, all right, um, let's recap. BYU St. Mary's, my first pick. I said BYU will win by five or more, mm-hmm. and I don't care one bit because BYU won the game. Win by one, win by five, whatever, okay? The, the win is the most important. It won. BYU will make more three-pointers than St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Both teams made exactly ten. Okay. Top two three-point shooting teams in the country.
1: Okay, my two-pointer, Jordan Ford, won't be the game's leading scorer. I forgot that one. Uh, Malik Fitz went off 29. And he left early. He could have had 35. Yeah, he was uh, he was good. Well done by BYU to get him out of the game. Give us some of that. And one. Play and one. St. Mary's will out-rebound BYU by five-plus. Mm. No, it was four. 28-24. They have a little more height, but uh, BYU played well in that regard.
0: All right, Jason Shepard. Just because the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That, is that why? We're going to read his picks. Okay. BYU will make six or more first half three-point field goals.
1: Got it. Wow. Pretty bold considering BYU is number two in the country at percentage.
0: And one. Yoli Childs will lead the team in scoring. Mm. Nope, it was TJ Oz. He had 23. Yoli had 19. Yeah.
1: No, what, what BYU does is, well, you know what? Six is bold enough. BYU is averaging 10. BYU going to smash the per-game three-point record, by the way. It's like 8 points something you averaging 10 points something
0: This team twice this year has made 17 or more three-pointers, right?
1: Yeah. pretty impressive. And then you go 15-plus, <laughs> and it's, what, four or five times? That's I crazy. Mean, everyone can shoot. Literally everyone on the team can shoot.
0: Scoreboard now advancing to Jerem 31 over my 29. Jason, we're going to give him one point because he got a Super Bowl victory. He has more
1: points than that. Where he just doesn't participate every time. <laughs>
0: At least he's making real picks he made,
1: now. Yeah, he's, that is probably.
0: He got called out by Yoli.
1: <laughs> that's, that's all it takes. <laughs> Good thing Yoli got my text.
0: Our question of the day: What was your favorite Cougar-centric sports moment of the weekend, and why? Let's go back to Voice of the Nation. At J.
3: This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Fault start at J. Tracy twenty-five eleven. We finished watching the volleyball match on our phones while at the basketball game. Yeah. We screamed and celebrated a match point only to realize it was quiet in the Marriott Center. And everybody's looking at us. Great moment. Go Cougs.
1: One time, I think I've told it on the show, one time, uh, 2008, Colorado State, Dennis Pitta bowls into the end zone for a touchdown. It's the middle of the prayer in the Smithfield house. I'm getting ready for a match. Men's volleyball. Uh, women's volleyball. And uh, and someone goes, Dennis Pitta just scored a and I'm like, Dennis Pitten just scored a touchdown during the prayer. And everyone turns around like, shh, it's prayer. <laughs> I was like, oh, my
0: bad. Sorry. Oh, fantastic. Bill Walton on Facebook. This is not
1: that, that <laughs> Bill Walton, though, right? I
0: <laughs> have to go with Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Great basketball games and volleyball matches during the regular season happen often enough that we can enjoy them again. But a Super Bowl championship is extremely rare and typically, hopefully not for Big Red, a once-in-a-lifetime event. Yeah, pretty special. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort from at father, who tweets this in simply, great. the new St. Mary's face. And it's a picture of TJ Haas with his Kobe smirk, his mean mug. That is the new St. Mary's Look at that, face. Man. yeah. And that, right, man. It's right to The Rock. By the way, The Rock uh, was fantastic. Of course they were. Making St. Mary's think a little bit longer they about were, those free throws. They were five for nine, they, I they think, had, they had They had an impact.
1: I think they were 4-4 in the first half on the other end. So, not bad.
0: Today's rise and shout-outs. DJ Haas,
1: what a shot. What a uh, weekend for him having his uh, firstborn son with his wife Lauren. Congratulations to them. Tyson Ralph Haas.
0: Yeah, uh, outstanding. Mine goes to Jake Toulson. His leadership coming back into the game after severely spraining his ankle and the speech he gave his team when he came back out onto the floor and the energy he brought back into the building. Yeah. Like, that was a huge huge factor in this game.
1: We'll see how his ankle is Thursday.
0: Get better, Jake. In Portland. Our thanks to today's guests, Jake Toulson of BYU Basketball and ESPN's Trevor Maddich.
1: Dennis Pitto, ran out of time. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
0: Didn't Dennis win a Super Bowl, too? Did he really? Yeah. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Reno Mahe. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific for BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Go Cougs!